It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Paolo Bencaro did everything humanly possible to help the Orlando Magic defeat the Miami Heat, but the Orlando Magic still fall just one play short. Why this Magic team is struggling to find the will to win and get past the finish line. Coming to you from the bowels of Casilla Center, it's Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Indeed, Locked On Magic. Today is January 13th, 2024. My name is Philip Ross Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at Orlando Magic Daily. You, of course, find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, Paolo Bancaro does everything humanly possible to carry this team to the finish line, but the Magic come up just one play short by the Magic are missing those last little bits to get wins coming to you live here, or at least live as I'm recording this, from the bowels of the Caseya Center. By the time this publishes, I'm going to be on the road back to Orlando. But before we do that, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first in the morning, whether it's right when you upload. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. The Orlando Magic have a lot working for them. Um, they have a lot. And, and mainly his name is Paolo Bancaro. Um, I, I want everyone to just kind of take a step back and understand what we're watching in this kid and understand what this kid is doing. Uh, and he is a kid, 21 years old. How much he is trying to will this team to victory. Uh, you know, I was talking to Jason Beattie of the Orlando Sentinel after the game and Look, the team isn't going to use injuries as an excuse. They're not going to use the illnesses as an excuse. They are being stretched super thin. And I think we saw this team play, maybe not this injured, but very injured last year during the 5-20 and 20 start, and they couldn't sustain it. They couldn't figure out a way to get past it. They're asking a lot of players to do more than they're capable of doing. And frankly, one of those players is Paolo Bancaro. And yet Paolo keeps stepping up. He keeps making these plays. He keeps making, giving us these moments and, and just stepping up to the plate when the magic need it. This has been a, a stellar run for Bancaro. He has done everything this team could ask for and more. And frankly, I love how upset he is about losing this game. I love that he puts everything on him. That he feels, you know, he tweeted it after the game. He feels he let the magic down. He let his teammates down. Let me tell you something, Paolo. You did not do that. 
the Magic are not anywhere near a position to have a chance to win this game in a game where they frankly did not play to the standard that we expect in a lot of ways. In some ways they did. They gave themselves a chance to win. That's all you can ask for me. Um, but Paolo Bancaro is willing this team afloat. And look, right now they just have to stay afloat. They're 5-5 five and five in their last 10 games. They're, they're hanging on. They're trying to keep contact in this very tight Eastern Conference playoff race. They know what's coming at the end of the season. The Magic right now are struggling. And Paolo is lifting them up. Paolo is giving them everything they could hope for. Final scoreline tonight, 25 points, 10 for 26 shooting, 1 for 7 from 3, 4 for 6 from Paolo, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. Four turnovers, though. Miami really frustrated him defensive uh, uh, with their defense, a lot of trapping. He just, he, we'll get into some of the struggles this Magic team had and why they ended up one play short. But they don't get there without Paolo. End of the first half with the Magic trying to stay in the game, Paolo hit several big shots to just keep the Magic in this one, to give the Magic a chance. That's all you asked for. Just give them a chance. And that's what he continually did. In the final four minutes, Orlando's down by five with about four minutes to play. Paolo is involved in every single play the rest of the game. He scored 10 of the Magic's final 12 points, and he assisted on that last point. With the Magic down by four late, or down by three late in the game, Paolo hits a tough, tough fadeaway jumper along the baseline to put the Magic within one. When he gets the ball, when the Magic force a miss, he hits a ridiculously tough shot to put the Magic up by one. They're not there without Paolo Banker. And look, his he's averaging numbers we have not seen from a Magic player since Tracy McGrady. Just plain and simple, since Trace Dwight's his own thing, but we have not seen someone score at the rate that Bancaro is scoring right now. This is something to be excited about. And, and, and as he gets some help, as Franz Wagner returns from injury, as Jalen Suggs gets healthy again, we'll get to him in a minute here. He is going to help this team. But Paolo is stinging. He's hurting because he may, you know, he's got the turnovers. We'll talk about, we'll get to those. He 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 missed two critical shots and had a chance to send the game in overtime, and that's what he's going to remember. <laughs> Unfortunately, he is about winning. The numbers don't mean anything if the team isn't winning. And the team needed to win. The team needs wins badly right now. They need health, but they need wins badly. And Ben Carroll knows he has the capability to win games. He has the capability to will the Magic into games, give them that chance to win, and to finish. Let's pause at that realization that Paolo can be that player because he is that player. In his second year, he is already that player. Paolo was really the only driving offensive force in the team. In a game when the Magic lost by three, he's plus 10. Not that individual plus minus means anything, but to me, but something is that stark, it means something. And you don't need the numbers to tell you that. Just look at the eye test. Bancaro was frustrated to no end. Couldn't get a foul call to save his life. I think he was looking for a foul. Uh, after So after Paolo gave the Magic a lead with about, 20, with about 30 seconds to play, uh, Bam Adebayo gets the ball knocked out of bounds. Heat ball. He gets the ball back. Hits a jumper over Mo Wagner. Bancaro gets the ball back after a timeout drives to the basket, misses a lay, misses a runner, 
gets the ball, squirts back to him somehow, and he loses the ball going up. That stuff's just frustrating. But that's why you avoid close games. Um, that stuff is just frustrating. And it's why the Magic were ultimately just one play short. At the end of the day, like that's what this game was. The Magic were just one play short. And so now we have to talk about why the Magic are that one play short. We're going to get to that coming up here in just a moment. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you again for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. Remember, you can check out the Lockdown Sports Today 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Get updated with the NFL playoffs with everything going on in the NBA. All of our local hosts plus our national shows. You can check that out on the Lockdown Sports Today streaming channel on YouTube. It's 24-7. Check it out today. So, no one here wants a moral victory. Like, Paolo doing all this stuff is great. Love it. He's going to be an all-star I'm going to write about that on for my Patreon page tomorrow. He's going to be an all-star. We talked about that yesterday. Um, he's he's the real deal. Like, he is the real deal. But the Magic are coming up short. And no one wants to use injuries and illness as an excuse. They shouldn't. They shouldn't use that as, as an excuse. But it is getting really hard to deny how much this team is struggling to piece together continuity, which is such a big facet of this team, um, to struggling to have the players they need to compete at their highest levels, at, at, at the zenith of what they're capable of doing. Jalen Suggs played only 13.50 in this game. He left. He played very short in the first quarter, had three fouls, played very short in the third quarter. You know, I'm here at the Kaseya Center. I saw him grabbing, grabbing tissue boxes and, and grabbing all kinds of things and just looking just really like towel over his head, really, really fighting it. And look, he came back in for that critical fourth quarter possession. He, he made, I'm, I'm in the bowels here. Um, he, he made a huge defensive play after sitting almost the entire game. I don't know how he did, but not enough. At the end of the day, not enough. Uh, you look at the stat sheet, Orlando was 12 for 20 from the foul line. And it's not like a bunch of guys missed a bunch of free throws. Matadze missed two, Paolo missed two, Markel missed one, Cole missed one, Joe Ingles missed a, a technical free throw. All these things add up. And we've seen this team, they're so good at getting to the foul line. And today they didn't do that. In this game, they didn't do that. They're so good at getting to the foul line that they've got to make them. If they're going to get there, they got to make them. Because this team has a point deficit. You know, they scored only 96 points in this game. This is a grinded out game. You expect that with these two defensive teams. The Magic got to find a way to, to make these free throws. They had 13 turnovers, which is a very good number. Gave up 16 points off those 13 turnovers. Seven of them came in the third quarter. 
And that's important because the Magic were climbing uphill the entire second half. They didn't play with the lead in this game. They were playing from behind pretty much the entire way, and that's just tough to do. And look, they fought. We can see that they're going to fight. We can see that they're going to play hard. We can see that they're going to they're going to put themselves in a position where they're going to do everything they can to put themselves in that spot to win. But they keep shooting themselves in the foot too. And I even have to go back to just little winning plays. And look, the Miami Heat are the zenith of culture. You know, I, I people were telling me, oh, they're not going to have Tyler Hero. They're not going to have Jimmy Butler. They're not going to have Kyle Lowry. This should be a magic win. And, and you know, to the Magic's credit, I, I think they – you know, Paolo said this is a game we should have won. I don't think Magic played particularly well in this game. I thought they were very sloppy. I didn't think they were sharp defensively. They got better in the second half, but first half completely discombobulated offensively, just, just not in the right spots, not communicating well, not passing guys off well, two guys going to the ball, allowing a cutter, just just really bad stuff, and then turnovers on top of that. Um, just really, really bad stuff from them. But you look at the fourth quarter, there was – just these little plays that the Heat scratched out that the Magic didn't. It was that jump ball play where the you know the ball tapped out, two two players went for it like a football. It spun out and somehow Miami p- picked up the possession. Or you know, Orlando trying to get out and transition and Jaime Jaquez diving to make a steal and prevent a layup that I think would have given the Magic the lead. Like these, you know, again the Heat were in position to make those plays. The Magic, it wasn't for lack of effort. But the Magic aren't making these plays right now. And that's kind of the issue. That, that's kind of the deal right now. Where this Magic team is still competitive. They're still capable of winning games. But they're just coming up a little bit short. Again, one play short. One moment short. Just not quite getting over that hump and getting over that edge. That's the issue for the Orlando Magic right now. And look, they are very injured right now. They are very hurt. Suggs is, Suggs is sick. Paolo is certainly sick, certainly still playing very sick. He's playing through it. I don't think he's going to ever tell – you know, he told us Thursday that he's feeling a little ill. He's fighting through it. Anthony Black, I think, is still very, very sick. You know, Marco Fultz is still working himself back into the swing of things, and, and you know, we'll get to the box score here in a minute. The Magic – the Magic are fighting. The, the problems here are not for a lack of fight. The problems here are lack of execution or perhaps a, a needing of that one momentum play to give them confidence to get them over. The Magic don't quite have that right now. And a team like the Heat, like, look, the Heat are just as injured. No one wants to use injuries as an excuse, and we shouldn't use it as, as an excuse. No one wants to use it as an excuse. But the Heat make those plays. It's ingrained in them. It's the culture. That's what the Heat culture is, is, is what they showed tonight. And the Magic just, again, a couple plays short at the end. I want to get out of here because I want to drive home. Uh, and obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm here in the battles of the Caseya Center. So we are going to go through the final box score real fast, talk about a few players coming up here in just a moment. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
Let's run through that final box score real fast as your line of magic fall to the Miami Heat, 99 to 96. Again, Paolo Bancaro, just absolutely amazing. 25 points, 10 for 26 shooting, 1 for 7. Not the greatest shooting night for him. Miami, I thought, did a really good job trapping him, sending him doubles. He, he never really got comfortable knowing where those double teams were coming from. So very big credit to Miami. Like Everyone knows Paolo's the dude right now, and he's going to get the ball a lot. So you just kind of have to live through some of these turnovers. Still eight rebounds, six assists. Everything went through Paolo. Everything went through him, and he did a really, really good job. The issue for the Magic is still everything's kind of slow. They don't have that good rhythm. They don't have that good flow because they're just missing so many guys that make life easier for them. You know, they're missing a Franz Wagner, a secondary attacker. You know, they're missing a healthy Markel Fultz still. This is a this is a very flawed team. I think we all understand that. They've been able to get, a, get away with it. Their defense props up their offense a lot, but their offense goes through these long stretches still where they don't make the right play or where they, they're just not able to make the right plays consistently. So still very much a struggle for the Orlando Magic overall, but Paolo is carrying them through. Chuba Okeke, a really nice game. 16 points, 6 for 10 shooting, 4 for 8 from 3. Gave this team a really big boost, uh, especially early in the game, to kind of kind of get them through. You know, I, I wrote on my Patreon page about how the Magic have to get out to better starts, how typically you can tell how a game's going to go by how the offense goes early in the game. And, you know, I was, even though the Magic were trailing and, and, and there were some bugs they had to fix, I was largely encouraged that this was going to be a quality game for the Magic because they were getting shots to go in. There was some there was some flow offensively. They, they lost a lot of that, um, but they really they really did keep up the pressure. Uh, Mo Wagner, a solid game scoring wise, nineteen point seven for nine shooting uh, was zero for one from three, five for five from the foul line, five rebounds, four assists. Uh, just he's so good at cutting to the basket. Catching, catching that roll, catching that pocket pass, catching that roll, getting the basket, and finishing through, con through around contact or through contact. He plays really, really well. And again, just we know what he's going to give you offensively. Just a fantastic game from him. Defensively, Bam Adebayo cooked him. They were definitely targeting him a little bit. I think he fought really, really hard. Um, but Adebayo got going later in the game. Not enough of a test, frankly, on, on that last shot from Adebayo. I think he was a little bit afraid of the drive. I'd rather trust. I'd rather contest that shot. Trust that the defense is going to collapse appropriately and and kick out and spray out. You know, he'll go over the tape, figure out if that's that's something he should have done or not. But uh, overall, a solid game for Mo. Again, you just got to get whatever you can from anybody at this point. Joe Ingles back in the lineup. Fourteen points, five for ten shooting, four for eight from the floor, six assists. It was good to have Joe Ingles back. It was so good. Just gave this team a little bit of improvisation. Gave this team another playmaker. You could see him organizing this team, help that bench group play a little bit better. They're, they're lacking a creator on that bench group. You know, Joe is an organizer, not a creator. Um, and so, you know, they need Franz in that bench group. You know, that's that's kind of what they're missing. You know, Cole did a little bit of it, but it's not, I don't, I don't think that's necessarily his strength. Um, Cole with a, a, a struggle game, five points, two for eight shooting. Uh, but Joe Ingles being back out there, you can see the impact that he makes and, and how much he helps this team just stay organized, stay close, stay calm, stay composed. Just, just a really nice effort from him. And honestly, like, I got to give a shout-out to Markel Fultz. He played 16-58 in this game. Only three points, only one for two shooting. That one make was a dunk. Um, was one for two from the foul line. The shooting is a problem. I'm not going to pretend that it isn't. Um, he's not getting a lot of push from his legs, uh, so I do think it's a knee issue. It's, it's a struggle for him. But I will say this. This was the first time since he came back he really looked like the Markel that we know as far as a, a downhill attacker, as far as a creator. He was able to kind of change his pace, kind of force his way into the paint, create, create some suction, create some guys collapsing around him, and then kick out. Just 
there were some really good things that I thought that, that Markel did. He looked a little bit refreshed and, and played, I thought, a lot better in, in this game. Um, again, just just a really, I, I was happy with what I saw from him. Hopefully the rest of his game starts to come on. Hopefully this game is a little bit of a confidence boost for, for what he was able to do. Caleb Houston, nine points, three for nine shooting from deep. Uh, just didn't make the threes that he got. But, you know, again, he's he's out there to shoot, keep shooting. Orlando shoots 43.9% from the floor. This was a defensive battle. Only 37 total points scored in the third quarter. That really set the tone. Uh, Orlando shoots 12 for 40 from beyond the arc. So, again, settling for three a little bit too much. Uh, only 38 points in the paint, 19 for 31 shooting in the paint. Um, you'd like to see the Magic get downhill a little bit more. Again, I think they were just a little too perimeter-oriented. Their style is get to the paint, get to the basket, put pressure on the rim, get to the foul line. Paolo didn't shoot free throw till the, till the final quarter. And I know he was frustrated by it, but he was settling a lot for jumpers. He was settling for that fadeaway. Maybe that's because he's feeling a little sick, don't want to take the, take the bump. It takes a lot to get to the basket. The Magic have to be about getting to the basket. You know, win the paint, win the game. That is still the motto for this team and still what they're not accomplishing consistently right now. Um, Miami, though, Shoots 44.6% from the floor, just 8 for 26 from three. So the Magic do a good job defending the three-point line. But 52 points in the paint for Miami, 17 for 20 from the foul line. That's really your game. Um, that's really your game there. Miami won the game with their free-throw shooting uh, and their ability to get to the paint. Orlando was just trying to keep up. And, and frankly, that's just not Orlando's game. Orlando has to be and Miami's tough to be physical against. Miami's tough to be the physically dominant team. They matched them. But again, Miami just got that. One little bit more, uh, which was just enough to get the win. The Orlando Magic fall to the Miami Heat here at the Kaseya Center, 99 to 96. They're on they're on the plane already to Oklahoma City. They'll take on the Thunder tomorrow night. I'll be back home in Orlando to cover that game for you on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Magic. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcast. Search your tune in Himalaya, Google, Spotify, Odyssey. And all of them we sell podcasts to your podcast enable listening device. So the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can, of course, find us there on Twitter, at OMagicDaily. And be sure to check out my Patreon page, the Orlando Magic Hub, at Patreon.com slash OrlandoMagicHub. I want to thank you all for your uh, support. Support there helps me take trips like this coming down to Miami. I'm also going on the road next week, so I truly appreciate all of you. Uh, for for your support there. Be sure to check it out, patreon.com slash Orlando Magic Hub. That's going to do it for me, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic from the bowels of the Kaseya Center. This has been Philip Ross from Mike. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.